0: to a Fistful of Might, the Adversarial Libertarian Interview Podcast, a sort of supplemental podcast to the Lulberts Podcast, available at thelulberts.com. This podcast is covered by a Creative Commons Zero License, no rights reserved, but all mights reserved. Today, we'll be sitting down with Frederick Voltaire Bastiat, a YouTube channel mostly featuring discussions and debates. He describes himself as both a Hoppian and a Jeffersonian. We'll cover topics such as immigration, multiculturalism, cringe porn, and religion. But I repeat myself. So, hey, Voltaire, how are you doing? I'm Good. Good. Um, so why don't you briefly kind of describe yourself? I I think the way I used to ask it is like, who are you and why should I care? <laughs> but I think I'm, I think we're going to get into the adversarial stuff later. I think I should be with the pleasantries first, right?
1: I'm a, I'm a classical liberal libertarian, and I really like, uh, Jeff, Jeff Thomas Jefferson.
0: Okay. Haven't you described yourself as a, a hoppian? Yes. Okay uh are I you mean like small government or no government kind of guy uh
1: yeah, it- it usually depends what i 'm arguing for like I can just switch back and forth i don 't really care if the government exists or not
0: okay like okay so you're you you' got a youtube channel and you 're very active on twitter i don 't know about Facebook because i 'm trying to get away from that as much as possible um so what do you usually talk about on uh YouTube?
1: Uh, On YouTube, I try to get, I try to interview people and talk to uh, certain people on certain topics, usually political philosophy most of the time and libertarianism.
0: Okay. Are you one of those like, oh, but it's logic, therefore it's, it's empirical proof. (laughs) No, I know you're not. Um, But you've had some Uh, interesting debates with uh, some, some fairly prominent people considering that you're. I think you got like what somewhere in the realm of like three hundred subs, two hundred subs? What is that?
1: Uh, uh is getting close to two hundred.
0: Okay. uh have you had what is it? Um uh, Michelle Caitlin, is that her name? I think that's her name. Yes. Um a few other people that I've that I've recognized here and there. Um so like what are some of the topics that you guys that you've debated with so far?
1: Well, at first I debated Marxism and I quickly re- regretted that. Then Oh you were a I Marxist? Been... No, I did oh, no okay. like I, I debated Marxist, but I, I regretted that quickly and been vo- been avoiding that, so I've just been keeping into more moderate circles.
0: Okay. All right. So what do you I don't know? <laughs> Expand on some, some, some of the, the things that you've talked about recently with people, I guess.
1: Let's see. Uh right now, uh more recently I've been talking about uh the more so history of foreign policy and the mentality of Henry Kissinger and comparing it to um Hillary Clinton. Just, um, and recently I have like uh recently I have like a big uh so somewhat uh, somewhat uh, uh big time philosopher kind of called Dur- Kurt Doolittle. He was on my stream like last week or so. I mm-hmm. uh, I think people should check him out. He's his philosophy is called proprietarianism. I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because it's really complicated.
0: Okay. So, um, you've taken a pretty hard line about uh, immigration, and um, I was watching it uh, just before we we started recording. And I was kind of kind of confused because you, you did say that you kind of jumped between kind of like a minarchist and an anarchist kind of perspective on things. Are you talking about like immigration controls within the st- current statist paradigm or if like – or like covenant communities or both?
1: Both usually. Okay. Because um, yeah, just, um, just given the – like I believe as the government – exist or any nation state they should have borders to just keep just for the people's interest most of the time
0: all right you got to remember that we're we're talking to an audience that probably doesn't uh, understand your position so you probably should expand a little bit more
1: <laughs> oh like oh right um like for on that i, I know sense.
0: i understand it but yeah
1: well since we live in a since we live in the world of nation states um borders borders should be a thing because people will always come from different they always bring the worst aspects of their cultures like um like in certain cases i mean i may be perfectly fine for immigrations like for example with Argentina, they basically build their economy around Italian immigrants and Italian and German immigrants. And they are like the heart of their economy for a while, but you know, till
0: socialism ruined, ruined everything. Like it always does. Yeah. Did you cry for him? Huh? Our, it, was an um, it was a Navina joke. Um, really bad one. <laughs> so yeah. Um, like I, I do take issue with, uh, with your stance on immigration. Well, I do agree with like some of the kind of the more multicultural, aspects of it. Like, I'm not a multi- multiculturalist at all. I don't think that's really compatible. But at the same time, I'm looking around. And yeah, like you have Islam, which is very kind of socialist, if if not communist, I, I think that's a pretty apt kind of term. Probably it's not philosophically Marxist or exactly like a lot of uh, different flavors of communism. But it's pretty, pretty, pretty close, especially when you look at like Islamic uh, economics. I think that's I think that's an actual thing. Um, But at the same time, I'm looking around Europe at this and there's 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 a long, long history of of, of communism, democratic socialism and all that stuff, too. So I'm wondering, is it always is it is it I mean, are are we being selective in in looking at like what cultures bring over these kind of collectivist mindsets and also maybe uh, first generation immigrants as well?
1: You're coming out pretty badly.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the TLDR. Um, so, uh, you know, socialism, yeah, it comes from from a lot of these cultures as well. Uh, but it also comes from Western civilization states as well. Mm. Thank you're, you're still coming out okay. on my end. We're going to have to move the server a little bit. So... Um, Let's let's move it. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, you're you're in you're in North Carolina. So I'm I'm trying to maybe find like a middle point. Let me know if I'm cutting out at all. So we'll try this again. Uh, and I'm gonna leave it in because I don't believe in editing stuff out. So the the, the 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 kind of the the again the the brief point that I was bringing up is yeah we look at like a lot of these kind of states or these kind of cultures that bring a lot of collectivist kind of mentality over like the Middle East, uh, Mexico, uh, you know, South America, that sort of thing. But should we also not overlook the fact that a lot of even Western civilization states bring over a lot of socialist ideas and even.
1: Mm. The thing is, like, um, like we should be worried about that, but that's ultimately up to the people. If they want to vote in uh, socialism, that's on them. Like, just don't just spread it to other to other sovereign countries. Just um, um I'm not like it. Really, it's uh, like for people who really like pro Im- immigration control. Like, they're real. They're really is they they really like to take take on the voting avoiding patterns of these people and just take try to take that into consideration mm-hmm. like they could be like um like for me like ordinarily i i'd be like pro like pro-immigration because i do think they do bring like the more productive like if they're productive in their in in that society i'd be like for it but if they're gonna bring like the worst access in their culture like no like no we should we should Try the the nation states should try to, to control that, to just try to preserve what works. What works for them, essentially. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't still. I don't know if I agree. <laughs> um. So I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm on board. I'm, I, I understand that. Like, there's the you know these these kind of cultures do kind of bring over a lot of you know bad aspects over when they come over. Um, but then you also have, like, first-generation immigrants, like pe- people who come here, have children, and then those children end up going to the the public schools and getting assimilated very well. Most of the time, a lot of the ones that, that I knew, like I, I grew up in Southern California, and there was a lot of, like, Mexican immigration to Southern California, as you can imagine. But I remember, like, all of my friends being very well integrated as well into the American culture. They enjoy American um, Uh, Popular culture. They, you know, they, you know, they take a wide variety of stances on uncertain issues and stuff like that. Whereas, yeah, their parents maybe not so much. They seem to bring a lot of the the stuff that they came here with them. But a lot of the times, the ones that were coming here, not all of them, um, but a lot of the ones that were coming here kind of saw America for like what it is and wanted that versus, oh, I want to come here and exploit like certain aspects of the socialist culture and try to promote it more I, I don't really see that being necessarily the case I mean sure voting demographics speak a lot to that as well but I, I think there's a little bit more to that than just kind of like the pure multiculturalism aspect of it as well
1: like with that I have no problem that if they assimilate them like by assimilation is ultimately a good thing like for, with with America it's a different case since there since um um since a lot of people from dip, all around the world come come from the pla come from different places and they just to stimulate and just accept the American culture. Mm. Um, I America is truly a special case because it is it's essentially a melting pot. It's always been a melting pot.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think um yeah, I mean, it, it is a melting pot to an extent, and um, I mean, a, like American culture does have like a lot of very foreign aspects of it as well. Um, sp- especially in like places like New York, where it's where it's insane the amount of diversity that they have in that area. Sure, it's very left, <laughs> very very left, but at the same time, I don't know, like because okay, so um, where do you where do you see kind of like. Uh, American blacks on that on that spectrum as well do you kind of see them in a similar fashion I mean you're you're African-American yourself right yes I mean I know this but listeners may not see you (laughs) but um, so where do you kind of see this whole kind of aspect as well because I I know there's a lot of talk within maybe not you but like in the Hoppian kind of people as well they they're really kind of like well blacks just are going to vote for Democrats with blacks,
1: um, never, um never just uh, uh, <laughs> the, the thing with blacks is like they're like they've been part like they're they're ultimately part of the American DNA. If like for the more extreme hopians, um, that like they kind of have to deny that for blacks, they're just um they're just part of the um, American culture, and if they vote Democrats, um, then so be it. Like, um, since, since, um, since they're kind of taught that the Democrats kind of been like, kind of been like their friend, like their, um, ally of sorts. Mm-hmm. Just, um, it's they like there's like there's always gonna be like collectivist black people in in our comu- in our communities. Just, um, just more the individualists like such as myself you're like just. Realize that these people, the Democrats and Republicans, are ultimately incompetent. Like there's not always going to be like a uh, Larry Elder or a Thomas Sowell, But um, just um, just just giving them time. They they will eventually like they they voted like black communities has voted right before. They're gonna vote right again eventually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, but I've I've noticed that like a lot of them really do kind of have a lot of least socially conservative views, maybe not economically. But a yeah, lot that's of
1: them- the, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like black black people really really don't like like uh, really don't like um, a lot of a lot of the stuff and other things. Like they're pretty they they take they just take a hard stance on that.
0: Yeah. Like gay marriage, they're very much against just homosexuality in general. I've, I've talked to a lot of, I work with a lot of, with, with a lot of black people. And, and some of the things that I hear them say about gay people, is just like, wow. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even hear that from <laughs> like an extreme, like conservative, uh, these days anymore.
1: Just, uh, with that, like, it's just, it's just the Christian, it's just the Christian. Yeah. Just the more Christian aspect of that. Just, even my mom don't like uh, gay people that much or not comfortable around them. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's not just really aspects way. that you would associate with like the Democratic Party, but they still try to reach out to this kind of intersectional kind of politics where they're trying to reach as many kind of people as possible. And it seems to be kind of conflicting. And I'm wondering like when when, when the, the dam is going to break on this either. Are, is the African-American community going to end up like embracing more kind of socially liberal policies, or are they going to start rejecting a lot of the the democratic stance and try to maybe move a little bit more conservative? I'm wondering which way this is going to go.
1: Since, uh, since uh, they're probably going to lean right on social conservative views, because it's just that for many African American communities, like specifically like black people are really like deeply religious like they, they're mostly gonna have like more socially conservative views due to that aspect just um, mm. um maybe maybe the next generation may have like more socially liberal views but not the older generations
0: yeah I mean a lot of the one a lot of the people I see that are really into politics they're either i'm I'm noticing kind of like two kind of flavors with it, but then again like. This is on YouTube and the left is starting to really kind of lose a lot of ground on on YouTube. Um, YouTube's trying to fight back. like The the entity YouTube itself is trying to fight back against this a little bit. But it seems as though conservatives are kind of starting to dominate a lot more on YouTube. But um, it seems as though uh, either some of them are really kind of taking this – Extreme kind of SJW stance, or they're kind of being more like the the Dave Rubens, like some black guy and 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 the likes. You know, I that guy T C and you seem to be kind of the exception to the rule.
1: Just um, uh, just uh, they 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 doesn't like dealing with internet politics it doesn't really describe the reality right. of the world. Like um, like otherwise, a Ron Paul of...
0: would have been on his third term. <laughs>
1: just 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 like for just like for black for black communities there's just like there's always going to be like a they're always going to take like a borderline homophobic stance or more socially conservative stance than most average people Mm -hmm. that's just how they were taught just um, I don't Mm -hmm. know what um, some black guy or that guy see background on it, but just for my for my authorization of being part of this group for all my life just um it's 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 a bit complicated
0: yeah. Um, so yeah you know going back to immigration a little bit um like I, I hear i hear and i heard it from you too um the the kind of perspective that these immigrants will come here they'll end up voting for candidates. Assume I'm assuming that you're talking about like Democrats, correct? Right. That that, that they're going to vote for Democrats, wh- which they're going to enact like big government policies, and then I'm looking at like, I mean, just the I mean, just the recent, probably maybe not so much so the case with Bush or uh, Bush Senior or uh, Reagan, but I, to an extent, them too. But when I'm seeing like like the kind of rise of the populist kind of f- view as well, I'm seeing a lot of like white people and uh you know not immigrants or first generation or whatever uh, you know full-blooded americans i guess vote, uh, kind of taking a lot of kind of bernie sanders kind of positions on things like trade uh maybe not you know welfare and stuff like that but definitely along the lines of like trade and uh, uh and that sort of thing protectionism um where do you see that as in that in that kind of viewpoint
1: Uh, just, um, it's honestly just sort of America is slowly becoming more like Europe, like where Europe is sort of like notoriously left wing. Mm -hmm. Just, um, Mm -hmm. with that, it's just like, it's ever since Obama been elected, like America, like, uh, the American people have been just slowly drifting more to left to more left wing, more moderate left wing politics. Just um
0: Do you think that's because of Obama or
1: Like it's probably been building it's probably been building up since like the nineteen okay. sixties. Like, um it's not like Obama was just a catalyst, but it was just like it's just been building up. Like it's just been it's just been like a it's just been slowly drifting on the left to the six since the nineteen sixties.
0: With the neoconservative, Trotskyites yeah, kind of moving over to the conservative.
1: Yeah, also uh, there's a really great book that sort of explains, like, doesn't really explain why um, why these people are starting to vote more left, but it, but it sort of explains the more like more great divisions in in white communities called uh, "Coming Apart" by Charles Murray.
0: Okay, um, I know who Charles Mar- Murray is.
1: Yeah, this is a really, it's a really good book. Like, it's a really good book. I recommend everyone, anyone, to read that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I'm that's why I'm really kind of like hesitant to to buy into the whole. Like, sure, like multiculturalism, the promotion of multiculturalism. I would agree. Like, yeah, that kind of promotes really kind of dangerous stuff. Well, at the same time, I'm I'm looking around at Ma people. I guess whatever not not my people i don't own them uh but like i'm looking around and i'm like this is you know academia very white male on top of that very white um and they're very socialist communist a lot of the communists i see on youtube bunch of white dudes for the most part um i i could not turn off that that notification for, <laughs> for me i'm sorry uh anyways and I'm, I'm looking around, and I'm and even even on the right. I'm starting to see a lot of people starting to go into like right wing flavors of socialism. You know, be a maybe not Nat sock so much, but more like populist kind of aspects. You know, what would you expect from like the you know the the front national or BMP uh, in, in in England and those kind of economic policies? Where it's yeah, it's socialism, but it's it's a different kind of flavor of them. There's there's still like. Yeah, you know, you understand what I mean, right?
1: Yeah, it's just, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been, a, it's just been a great shift. Um, um, but around the world, um, people are slowly drifting more to the right brain in On different places. Or? And cult, cult, economics, and culturally speaking, okay, just um, like, it, like for America, it may be trending towards to more left wing politics more left wing policies and economic nationalism, but I think that's just gonna be like a short trend.
0: Yeah. Um, they usually don't last that long. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah, economic nationalism. Uh it's bad, bad. And when I see like people like, you know, Cantwell complaining that like, oh the the you know, the leftists are taking over the right wing movements, you know, they did it with the libertarians. And now they're doing it with the with the all right. I'm like, dude, but you were speaking at god what was it the workers part of the white workers party or whatever it was called they even had like the socialist kind of symbol and he was i was like dude you were there speaking in front of a like explicitly like socialist symbol (laughs) i don't know why you're surprised now
1: (laughs) i don't know maybe can't maybe can't will just realize that maybe maybe not maybe just not being maybe just being white is not enough anymore
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that 's never been the case um, <laughs> i mean if you if you look at like a lot of the i think probably the the vast majority of of economic views or political views a lot of them kind of started out with Jews for better or for worse you know Marxism all the way down to like libertarianism a lot of the kind of influential people that contributed the most have ended up being Jewish. So I don't know if it's a big Jewish conspiracy. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense because the big Jewish conspiracy is also helping. Uh,
1: <laughs> so uh, like Roth, Rothbard was a Jew. Karl Marx was a Jew. Rand was a Jew. Yeah, there's a B- lot of B- like, B- conservative
0: B- thinkers <laughs> as well that are Jewish as well. So well,
1: I don't know. Just like I still like Rothbard. Like I'm
0: not anti Just like, I'm really saying I'm, that. I'm not. I'm not implying you were. <laughs>
1: But I'm really gonna say like someone like Irvin Kristol was a mistake though.
0: Yeah. Uh like, Marsh was a mistake.
1: Just, yeah, like um well with Irving Crystal, he just sort of brought the more Trotskyist elements into the
0: neoconservative movement. Yeah. <laughs> so um I guess uh, you, you ended up having a fight with uh, with a YouTuber called Nightmare Fuel. We should probably talk about a little bit about, like, yeah. antitheism and religion and stuff. Um, he accused me of strawmanning him, or anti theism, which was funny because a couple of other people tried to make that claim as well, and I was like, well, so you don't hold these positions? And they are like, well, what's wrong with them?
1: <laughs> so how am I now. strawmanning you? Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's like with anti anti theism, it's um no. it's for anti theists individually, some can be reasonable, borderline moderate yes. and just like just um uh, like for the more more uh, what's the good word for it? Um for the more utopian the more constrained vision as Thomas Sowell will state, like they're they're just absurd sometimes.
0: Yeah. But but you yourself you're you you identify as a Christian,
1: yeah. Right. But I but I don't like Christian apologetics that much.
0: Okay, yeah. I've been and kind of like, I've been kind of getting into Satanism, um, not devil worshipping, but basically it's just a, it's just a strand of atheism um, that has fun, I guess.
1: Yeah, just um, <laughs> just um, just <laughs> um. I don't know, like, uh, like, there's men, like, they seem like there's more willing to blame religion on every problem in the single world. But hey, like, you may be right in some of these analysis, but I think you're, I think, you know, I think you're starting from a false starting point. Yeah.
0: And I was, when I was making that video, I was, and the video was basically like, let me, let me take a stance against anti theism. I am an atheist. But I, I, the, a lot of the kind of anti-theists that I run into, w- which I was a part of for a long time, and I did believe a lot of these things, and I was just basically making the case that just getting rid of religion isn't going to solve anything. There's there's got to be some kind of framework that kind of replaces it as well. Uh, if you're going to do that, but at the at the at the same time, just getting rid of religion, you know, religion is itself is not the problem. Or theism, rather, is not the problem. And I was kind of going over some of the things that a lot of anti-theism brings to the table, which is that, you know, if we get rid of religion or we get rid of theism, then we get rid of, like, war, a lot of the wars. Uh, You get rid of a lot of the terrorist attacks and stuff like that. And you were talking about some of this stuff as well. Uh, And that didn't fly over too well with a lot of anti-theists.
1: I. Like most like most of these um like most of these problem these problems in the world are not gonna be solved by just getting rid of like re- religions like Islam and Christianity it just need a, like um it's just like it's honestly more like a clash of civilizations that sort mm-hmm. of thing that's the that's the bigger conflict here now it's not it's not just a conflict of religions but more so re- Civilization, such as the West versus Islam, I think that's a more accurate way of viewing things. Yeah. Um, on Nightmare Fuel, the '90s Democrats. I eh, don't know what that guy's problem. I don't really don't know, like, what that guy's problem is. Like, he's not willing to debate the smaller people that will really to challenge him on Twitter. Just
0: um But it'll throw you in a video.
1: Like, yeah, that's the sort of thing. Like hey, like like you'll throw you'll throw someone like me into a video and just like just just basically view basically to- telling me this is a stupid person that I a stupid person who disagrees with me and I can explain my viewpoint while making fun of this guy. Just um
0: Yeah. Uh, so you, but I guess his contention was that at least in your in his video was that that you, you were making the claim that anti theism could lead to bigotry. Do you want to expound on that? What would, why you would think that?
1: Oh, it could lead which to I, I, oh. By the
0: way, I do agree, <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, like,
1: oh, like any, like, um, anti theists can be pretty much pious as religious people. So I don't really, so I don't really don't try to draw that distinction because, um, uh, you both have ideological worldviews, and you can just like pretty much be an asshole about it too, like any religious person.
0: Yep. Just um, and that that will get yeah you know, that gets them mad the most is you, <laughs> when you when you call them religious or pious.
1: Ooh, they, wait, wait the anti-theists.
0: What may call them. about that? I don't know if you were quoting someone about.
1: Oh, I was low right. Um, Oh man, like uh someone told me I was quoting Goebbels, like he said something about the Jew, like uh the Jew may the Jew is immunized against all the dangers. One may call him a scoundrel, a cheat, all roll off like a rain all roll off wallet like a raincoat, but call him but call him a uh oh, man. But call him a bank I just gonna say a banker and these and you'd be surprised how shock and recoil Shock how injury is.
0: So you, you eh. basically modified a Kerfle's <laughs> quote. Yeah, because it was. It was. I was like, oh, it almost sounds like someone is like writing something down <laughs> that he's quoting someone. But that's kind of funny that you turned it around. I'm. I'm a big fan of parody. uh Yeah. Even if. Even if like the the origins were there was this book that um called the occult technology of power, which is a fascinating read, but it is a parody of uh, protocols of the elders of zion (laughs) so i'm a big so i guess that's funny um but yeah like i i I get that like i used to be very pious as well um i really did genuinely believe that that if the world just got rid of theism or this this belief in this 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 uh this 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 divine creature in the sky that controls everything that once we get rid of that then everything will be great but then when you start looking at a lot of the kind of conflicts that religion has had like the crusades and all that stuff you quickly find out that a lot of that stuff was just being used as kind of propaganda to get people to help fight in this war and it usually has its origins more in the in the realm of you know resource conflicts like people wanted land or they wanted certain you know, resources that a, that a certain area had. And they use that as a kind of a reason. It's the same thing with, I think a lot of the war on terror. Sure. There's a lot of stuff in Islam. That's it's very dangerous and, and, and promotes that kind of stuff. But a lot of these kind of things are, are just being used to, you know, uh, have conflicts with Israel, Israel, you know, there's, and it's mostly just a way to get the, get their land back. Apparently.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah. That's sort of like a thing. Like, um, since ever since like nine eleven, like there's been like a rather moderate surge of militarism in the American population. Yeah. Just um it's sort of like a thing like people will be more willing to identify be more really identify with their nation state if they feel like they're threat if they feel like they're threatened from an external force. Just um Yeah. It's is like you say, it's it's pretty much like a propaganda to, Like if people like really gonna be really this that dead, dead, dead honest about themselves and realize, hey, this is it, and I support this. Like that's um, that's more so like the political realists, I think. Mm-hmm. They take that position.
0: Yeah. So I mean, uh, and and kind of my my view on kind of my religion as well is just more like it's anti-evangelical. I, I I'm not really interested in spreading my ideas. Cause I know that most people aren't going to, aren't going to be receptive to it, which is kind of the point of with a lot of the things, <laughs> symbols and, and, and rights and stuff is explicitly meant to kind of drive a lot of people away. Um, you know, what good is the left-hand path if everybody's taking it right. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I, I kind of get that. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really like, yeah, like there's, there's a lot of problems with theism with which we will probably disagree with. But at the same time, it, I really, as long as it doesn't from, you know, from Jefferson, I guess you're a fan of Jefferson. Uh, as long as it doesn't pick my pocket or break my leg, have at it. You know, you want to start taking my porn with them's fighting words. Right?
1: Yeah. I, 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 uh, honestly, I don't, honestly, I don't try to let my religious beliefs affect my views on politics. Honestly, because
0: yeah. otherwise you'd be a communist, right?
1: Yeah. or or I be part of a cult. Or I be part of a cult.
0: Like, yeah, um, yeah. It drives me nuts when people refer to all religions as cults. <laughs> that's 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 the one way you can trigger me. If you're looking to trigger me, just come up and tell me that like my religion or ever people's religions are a cult. You them's fighting words right there.
1: <laughs> Honestly, you could say the military is a cult.
0: Yes, I would say that. Well, they employ. Well, yeah. Uh, they also employ a lot of kind of cult brainwashing techniques, um, and that's kind of like the origin of a lot of where cults kind of get their their kind of uh, methods in, in, in doing things. And it's kind of necessary to have that in a military service, even if it's not status as well because you need to strip people of individual individualism. And because if you have a bunch of people who are thinking independently and rationally about things, um, they're not going to duck when someone tells them to duck, they're going to say why? And then they're dead. So uh, (laughs) you kind of need to to strip away that kind of that, that, that thing. So when people were kind of uh, when, when Dr. Lifton wrote the book, which is kind of like one of the seminal works in kind of the anti-cult kind of therapist community, um thought reform in the in the totality or in the jeez the, the, I, I can't remember the title i have the book i've read it i don't know how many times um thought reform and whatever in totalism um he, he was he was uh not talking about cults he was talking about the brainwashing techniques of of china and was even like kind of going like the United States kind of military does this as well, <laughs> but uh, it's it's more extreme in in China. And it wasn't until people in cults going like that's exactly what happened to me when I was in the Moonies. And it turns out the reason why the Moonies were doing it was because Moon was <laughs> was being brainwashed by the Chinese uh, during the during the war, one of the wars. So it's kind yeah. of an interesting thing. But to say that like the, what happens in the military or what happens in the Moonies is the same thing that happens in like just some regular harmless uh, Baptist church. I think that's, that's really stretching it and saying that all of them are the same. That's even, that's really stretching it too.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, more into the anti-theist and uh, theist debates. Like they always, at some point bring a communism Mm -hmm. and it's like, Hey, these guys were atheists and they spread communism in China. So therefore we're going to put this on the atheist death list. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, Christianity, Christianity has propagated communism as well. So therefore Christians are communists too. And I was like, no, both, both of you are stupid for bringing up something that is totally irrelevant to your discourse.
0: Yeah. I know that Jesus was talking about when he talks like a communist, what he's not saying is there should be a state that, uh, that does these kinds of things. What he's actually saying is you should do these things and help out your fellow man. That's a very different kind of prescriptive claim.
1: Just, um, like I was speaking to a big, um, atheist, um, uh, YouTuber called Godless Cranium. Like, um, uh, and he was interacting with another guy called Ghost of Buckley. Um, he was like uh, he was just sort of like accusing of Guyless um that atheism is historically been on the left, the left, and have communistic roots. That Karl Marx was an atheist and all that nonsense and. At some point he also made a video about it uh, about explaining his stance on communism. He basically saying trashed it and he also pointed out that Christianity hasn't really done anything to stop the spread of communism yep um and I just thought to myself that's uh, man, that's that's sort of that's a bit iffy and I think like like I think it's just i think it's coming from a false starting point
0: for me what ended up leading me out of of uh, of leftism was atheists was like the kind of skeptic the original skeptic community where they used to talk about skepticism and not just you know how much they hate SJWs. um it was that kind of community it was it was actually Penn and Teller um who kind of got me out of that with with bullshit so it's not necessarily the case that it's true but yeah um in fact, I think most of the atheists that I've run into are not marxist, sure maybe uh, they're they're leaning left, but definitely not marxist,
1: yeah, yeah. just um just like if you like if you have to talk to like actual like well actual tra- tra- traditionalists or people who are really into their Catholic faith um they like to bring up the French Revolution. They say that's that sort of have atheistic tones. Just,
0: um. Perhaps.
1: Like, um, I remember I watching a video called a guy called Frick's Imperial saying, like, he was critiquing, uh, Thomas Paine, The Age of Reason. Um, um just, um, what was the video he was he was he was basically explaining a historical context and he was basically saying that these revolutionaries were slaughtering catholics this is why catholics are not particularly fond of of the they're not particularly fond of uh, republicanism due to the um historic disrespect for the church and and catholics um Not really fond of communism due to the fact of the Spanish Revolution, the 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 Spanish Civil War, where they massac where they really heavily persecute Catholic people. Just um, let's just say that the Catholic Church and communism don't really have a good history. No, no, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because probably I think about the seventies, late seventies or so. Most people didn't really identify themselves as Christian. Like they would say like I'm a Baptist or I'm a Catholic or I'm a Protestant or I'm a Mormon. But it really wasn't It really was until like um, – it really wasn't until like about the late 60s or so that they started going like, oh, well, we need to kind of group together and, and kind of be our own – Just stop fighting with each other because, I mean, like people didn't want Kennedy uh, elected because he was a Catholic and we can't have a Catholic president. Now we don't even care. Like Mormon, whatever, as long as he's a Christian. (laughs) But before then, like people were like a lot of these kind of groups were fighting and now they seem to be a little bit more unified. And will atheism be in that mix later on? Who knows? Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're Just, um, because Mormons weren't even included in that bunch. Like they were, they would exclude Mormons. But now, apparently, with Mitt Romney, yeah, now now they're in the bunch. Now they call themselves Christians.
1: Wait, Mormon? Like Mitt Romney is a Mormon?
0: Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? Uh,
1: no, I don't. I don't. I don't pay attention to that guy. He,
0: no. he even wears the Mor- magic Mormon underwear. <laughs> oh
1: wow! Actually, I know. Actually, I I know a Mormon and Cap. Actually, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Even what said that Mormonism is really libertarian. I don't know if that's true. I don't know anything about their faith, but hey, I'm just going to take his word mm. for it. <sighs>
0: oh. They have a lot of really kind of stringent <laughs> stringent uh prescriptive views on their on their on their social conservatism for sure. Uh Salt Lake City is a good example. You know they're really kind of anti Drink. they got a lot of crazy blue laws over there so i don't know about all that but um uh
1: utah i want to be is it, is utah nice i heard it despite the it's
0: beautiful it really is beautiful. A lot of areas. Zion, the, the the parks, Kolob Canyon, a lot of that stuff is really – Kolob Canyon it always makes me laugh because <laughs> Kolob is the planet that God lives on. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, Kolob Canyon, a lot of that stuff is really beautiful. That A lot of their national parks are really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs>
1: – Just um, – yeah, Mormonism, probably like one of the most – Weirdest yet distinctly American religion, honestly.
0: Yeah, it is. It is the most American religion by far. It is. It is. It is as American as American gets. It's it's apple pie, but Jesus. I mean, Jesus came to America, according to them.
1: <laughs> I don't know, like, um, I don't know. I feel like many, like many people, want to go back to the 1950s, like no more. Conser- the more conservative Republicans may look at the Mormon family unit yeah say hey this is like a this is like a good family unit two um two, uh two, a two parent household with about seven kids and living on a big farm somewhere in the middle of nowhere yeah yeah, this is a good lifestyle
0: well originally the Mormons were polygamist and it wasn't like it's it's not even like the kind of what we would consider like the degenerate stuff. It's more like arranged marriages, pedophilia. Whoa, I'm getting movement on your mic. Uh, Sorry. You know, yeah. Arranged marriages, pedophilia, incest. Um, that's not good. <laughs> and I, I'm really kind of like, I don't care if, if like a few people want to get married. That doesn't bother me. But as like, an, like to, to create it as like an institution, like that's the way we need to do it really leads you down some really dangerous routes, really, really dangerous, uh, spe- because you have a, an excess of male children, uh, and when there's an excess of unmarriable male children, they just usually send them off to war, and that's that's an ugly world. Um, because of the incestual nature of, of institutionalized polygamy, which is necessary because, you know, you start running out of women real quick, is, you know, you end up... Uh, wanting like a social, like a, a socialist state, because you need to have some sort of like funding in order to fund like all these, for lack of a better term, retarded kids that these you know que- that they that they pump out, and it's it's really ugly. There's a lot of these kind of fundamentalist Mormon kind of cults and stuff, it gets really ugly really quick.
1: Oh man, just I remember seeing, I remembering seeing the news about this. Uh, about this lady escaping the mor- her, like her father's cult and just um, it's her story story her story is kind of amazing and also sad like giving like um her father her father sexually abused her from my from my as uh from my regulation of seeing that news channel mm-hmm. um it's like it's sort of like it sort of up how these cults are are really just abuse abuse people, and these kids are sort of just taught that this is like a natural thing to do. Yeah. Just I, I don't think most I don't think most average people can cannot truly understand that if they actually experience firsthand. Yeah.
0: So, and, and again, that's why it drives me up the wall when people say like, "Oh, when someone goes to a Catholic mass and you know takes." You know, and and puts a piece of bread in their mouth and because they believe that it's Jesus, it's the same thing as like going up and joining the the Scientology Sea Org and going out to Gold Base and being forced to work all, all day with barbed wired fences that are aimed in to keep people in, not to keep people out, to keep people in and people have to escape, you know, and almost risk death. Like, I really recommend like I, I'm really not a fan of the way he writes, but it's a really interesting story. So it's really easy to ignore his his prose. Um, but a, there's a book called Blown for Good by Mark Headley. And I used, I used to hang out with his dad <laughs> when I used to go protest Scientology. Um, but you know, oh, he, he's got a really kind of it's, it's insane. The story that he that, that his escape story from Gold Base. It's insane.
1: Oh, Scientology. I thought that was just a Ponzi scheme.
0: (laughs) No, it's nasty. There's a straight up. There is a straight up slave labor camp in Hemet, California, right outside of Hemet, California. Yeah, it's nuts.
1: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I, I just always have that assumption that Scientology was just a Ponzi scheme, a really big Ponzi scheme.
0: Yeah, it is. It is for public. Um Public Scientologists are people who just go and pay money and do the courses you know, to get to OT, you know, OT8, where they can have mind powers. Um, that is pretty much just a financial cult. But if you, don't, if you can't afford Scientology courses, then they try to get you to, to, be, to work for them, and that's where it gets ugly. Join the Sea Org, and that's where it gets really ugly. You're basically a slave. Yeah.
1: So um is the state police gonna do anything about that? No. Or?
0: They're well connected with the city of Riverside. Really well connected. You know, and the uh, IRS IRS don't want even want to bother fighting them anymore. <laughs> you know, they just, oh that's they, oh they man. That's a,
1: yeah. Oh man, that's a failure of government.
0: Yeah. Huh. So
1: mm. and that's man, that's really messed up. Yep. Mm.
0: So is there anything else you want to fight on?
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Uh oh, We yeah. could bash someone. Um, let's talk about Esoteric Antiquity. His-
0: <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to come up. Go ahead. Oh man.
1: Okay. What's your What's your main? Actually, how do you even discover uh, Esoteric entity
0: On. Oh boy, uh, that's a good question. I'm not even sure if I remember. I f- think because I I. I I, I I like to have cringe. I I like I love my cringe porn. Right? I guess there's a little bit of shoe on head in me a little bit. Um, so like I enjoy cringe, and then I ended up coming across um, because I follow Anarchy Ball. I was like watching the the video versions of it back when he was still involved with Anarchy Ball, and some of that stuff was super cringy. And I was like, oh, this is great. And for some reason, I think he ended up mirroring one of esoteric vi- into these videos. I think that's how I found out about him and I was like, "Ooh, more cringe porn." And I just didn't realize how cringe the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> how cringe and caps could be. I mean, I knew it was can, can be cringy, but that was just a whole different level. And it used to just drive me up the wall that he would that he would he would say things like um Anarcho capitalism can be proved empirically, and then when people go like, "Okay, how can it be uh, proved empirically if there hasn't been like a real test case?" I mean, there's been glimmers, but not a real test case. And he goes like, "Well, it's," and then he'll show like an image of like how logic works. I'm like, "That's by definition wrong. (laughs) That's not an empirical case. That's that's a you know that's a logical case, maybe." you know, that's a rational case for it, but that's not like an empirical case for it. It's very different Like, de- that. And it's one of his fans. even ended up have asked me, like you, you say that, you know, like you just brush it off as, <laughs> as like, but you'd never explain like why I was like, I don't have to. Right.
1: Oh, so, uh, man. I, I remember you like being real active in the comments when you make any videos about uh, the Nazi economy, like, uh, when he would respond uh, responded to Democratic Socialist Zero yeah.
0: One, uh, and he was like wiping out comments.
1: Yeah, uh, man, good times. Actually, I was more actually I was more I was more on the academic agents. I was more for I was more falling on the academics agents. Side. By the way,
0: he blocked me on Twitter, and I have no reason why. I've never followed him. I never liked any of his tweets. I've never tweeted at him. I th- and I think Wait. it was because someone like, was tweeting at him in a thread that I was on, like I was linked to. I think you- Yeah, I think it was because you tweeted something out to, to all of us, to a bunch of b- different people. And then like, there was an exchange between two other people or him and some other person. And because I was in the conversation, even though I didn't respond to it, I ended up getting blocked by him. And I, was, I saw th- ah. him fighting with someone and then all of a sudden it was all gone. And I was like, what the hell? And it turned out I was blocked.
1: Like, they the 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 academic blacked is is
0: black you? Yeah, f- f- for oh, for no valid reason, <laughs> for, for no, you know, for no good reason.
1: Lexi, he's probably let's
0: see uh, I don't even know who nope. he really is. I think I've seen him. I think I've seen him on your channel once or twice, but I'm not sure if I ended up watching any of the ones that he was in. So,
1: oh, oh, uh, British libertarian YouTuber.
0: Okay. I don't know why he blocked uh, me.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, he made some videos about the Nazi economy. Well, he sort of made the case that fascism is another form of socialism through the horseshoe theory. And,
0: basically, basically, and basically, I, he it drives used, me up the wall. What, what, what does, like when someone wants to say like it's a flavor of socialism? Like, okay, yeah, but when people try to say that that Nazism is left-wing, I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's, that's when I'm, that's when I'm that's, when, I, when I'm, that's why I ended up having a fight with esoteric initially. I was like, it's not left-wing. It's socialism, but socialism isn't necessarily left-wing.
1: So, um, yeah, he made, uh, yeah, the academic made that case, and just, um, he also used that same, this miss- article by Lou Rockwell about the Nazi economy. Just um and many like many of the tankies just sort of started accusing him of of like being an cap and he's really not although he likes Rothbard and David Friedman, but just like I, I kinda feel bad for the Mystics Institute because it's sort like they they they're just they're just such a meme in other communities. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they get and, a lot of undo shit, like a lot of undo shit. Like there's, there's some stuff to be said, but the lot of undo stuff too. It's like, come on. It makes my criticism of some of the things they do. Like now I'm associated with people who think that they're dog whistling. It's like, no. And I got co-hosts who fucking make podcasts saying like they're dog whistling. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up.
1: Shut up. Yes. The Nazi economy, just, um, oh, there's a good book about, uh, the Nazi economy called, uh, The Wages of Destruction by Adam Tools. I recommend to get that at some point.
0: Yeah, but I think, I think when I was fighting with Esoteric and he was deleting comments, I was making the case that, cause I don't think Eastern Marxists ended up leaving YouTube. Um, but what, what he was saying was, yes, there is, um, you know, people who, who transcend you know, classes, right? There's poor people who end up becoming rich and rich people who are becoming poor. He's like, but it's pretty much like significantly insignificant. It does happen, but it's rare. And I disagree with that. And I was trying to make the case that an esoteric was trying to say that it that he was saying that it never happens. And he was trying to show like, look, it, there's there's evidence to show that it does happen. And I'm like, OK, yes, I agree with you that it does happen. I disagree with him that it's that it's rare, but you can't say that he's saying that it never happens because he's saying that it does happen. It's just very rare. And he was deleting comments and then responding to me saying, you're insane. There is there is income mobility. And I'm like, I know that's not what I'm trying to say. (laughs) But he was trying to paint it as if I was trying to make the case that's that it never happens. And I'm like, that's that's extremely intellectually dishonest. And for you oh, to delete uh, the comment so people can't see that I'm – that I have a very – it's not even really a nuanced opinion. It's just its just, – I'm just making statements of fact like you're strawmanning him. <laughs> so I don't oh, know.
1: Oh, on Eastern Marxist, he, he hasn't actually left um, YouTube. Um, he's, pre- he's still pretty much active on Twitter. Okay. He's just going by a different name.
0: Oh, okay. Is he still a Marxist? I know he changes positions like he changes underwear.
1: Uh no, like uh he's not a Marxist anymore. He's actually a
0: <laughs> he's
1: go. actually deep he actually became he sort of have a Christian reconversion sort of. A,
0: a reconstructionist?
1: No, like he's like he's like uh-huh. a Christian reborn. Um and oh, he's getting really he's getting Oregon. in he's getting right. um he's getting into um more of the the the, the uh, theistic atheist debates now. He's going by society, societism.
0: That is so bizarre. It's funny because he used to be an ANCAP, an atheist ANCAP. Then he was a C4SS kind of guy. And then he got, like, really into kind of, like, left egoism. And then he became a Marxist. And now he's not? That is weird.
1: Uh, actually, I find it weird that many ex-Marxists are sort of like a Christian, um, a Christian reborn kind of thing. mm
0: yeah, so that was that was kind of like my initial beef, and some of his followers are just dense because I was criticizing esoteric by saying that like you're deleting comments that are like critical of your opinion. That was my problem, and I and I also have a problem with YouTube deleting videos and closing accounts of people who are making the case for like conspiracy theories, and I'm I'm very much against like the, that kind of conspiracy mindset. Not to say that conspiracies never happen. They do. But I'm like, I'm very much against that kind of ones that that esoteric was pushing. But he was complaining that people were censoring him, you know, on their platform. And I was like, but in your corner of your platform uh, of of that platform where you control it, you're doing the exact same thing. That was my problem. I was not making the case that, like, you should never delete comments. <laughs> that was never my case. But apparently that's what a lot of people are interpreting it as because there was a guy that was arguing with uh, Exomniverse who used to be a YouTuber. Sadly, he, he got uh, private in all of his videos. He allowed me to download one of them and, and mirror one. And that's where that con- con- comic took place. And I was letting them kind of argue because it was like a, an alt writer, like a very far alt writer like ex- explicitly racist one. And I was just letting it happen. Like, okay, let them debate. I have no problem with that. Um, and then one of the comments ended up getting thrown into my, into my, um, my filter. Cause I do have a filter for certain words. Mostly it has to do with like a certain person. I know that was trying to dox another person. And so it was basically that person's name I had filtered. So I could just be making sure that anytime that person was mentioned, that personal information wasn't getting thrown in there. I think that person has stopped trying to dox people, but anyways, um, and then the word "nigger," <laughs> and I was like, I, I just want to make sure that no one's using that term on, un, uh, unironically. Um, and this person, like, you know, if, if someone would just wants to make like a racist comment, I'll just be like, yeah, let them have it or whatever. But this person was like, it was, it was, it was pretty crazy. Like, I think the, I think the quote that I, I wonder if I could pull it up. <laughs> um. Oh, geez. Yeah, the most clever nigger of all of the niggers. And I was like, that, no, That's where I draw the line. <laughs> like, I'm not, not going to have that on there. And they were like, ah, oh, you're leading comments that are, you know, that you don't like. I was like, yes. <laughs> Especially if, if a comment like that could end up getting my channel deleted. And secondly, using it unironically like that, that's, that's a beyond the pale. And I ended up letting like one of them through. I was like, all right, I'm letting this one through, but I'm not going to let you do it anymore. <laughs> but I don't know. Anyways, that's like the only rule on my channel is like, once you start doing that or spamming, like, you know, like links to, you know, prescription pills or something like that. That's where I'm going to draw the line. Uh, But you know, if you want, if you want to say some racist ass shit, that's fine. Uh, But anything that's that blatant, I'm going to be like, Nope. (laughs) Reword it. (laughs) Say the exact same thing. I don't care. Just that, that was a little bit beyond the pale. That that that's my trigger, I guess. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, esoteric entities fans, um, not exactly the brightest peanuts in the turd. Let me just say that. Yeah.
1: But the cult, but their cult leader is not really the brightest either. No, no,
0: so no, he's not. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <sighs> so um, probably should start wrapping this up. Do you have anything that you want to? Uh, do you want What What is your YouTube channel like? What 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 can I say that would make it easier for people to type in if they don't want to click a link? I don't. Do you have a? Uh, is it you, you, youtube.com dot user slash? Uh,
1: just type in Voltaire Bash
0: Okay. Voltaire the... Bash And your Twitter is it's got two underscores. I don't know if that's pretty visible from from the the title image that I'm putting on this thing, but what is that
1: <laughs> let's see both both there 1778
0: underscore 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 eight there's two underscores yep. okay all right man thanks for coming on
1: yeah i hope that was a good guess
0: yeah yeah. and uh, i know you're not going to say this but hey, i'll say <laughs>
1: <you>. <laughs> actually yeah uh, else uh, praise god